Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I want to start my good morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church. And good morning to our church family. Also, good morning to my sponsors, Yancey Family Ministries and Hope of Glory Ministries. And to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife, Linda. Happy holidays to everyone. And I want to get us ready and geared up for the reason for the season. Amen. For truly, we are not confused. We know it's not about the gifts that we receive or may give. And we definitely know it's not about the Christmas tree, Santa Claus, and Frosty the Snowman. Amen. But we know that we celebrate the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the birth through a virgin. Amen. The miraculous, the greatest gift we will ever receive, and that is the gift of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. I just want to remind us, just in case we're leaning in a different direction for the reason for the season, and again, we celebrate the coming celebrate the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to go in the word with you and play a song if time will allow. And I wanted you to go with me to Matthew, the second chapter in verse 13. Last week, I told you how God's plan is unstoppable. Come on, it's sealed by his word, amen? Um, when he says it, that settles it. And then I wanted to encourage us that how we go through different things in life because that we're living out God's plan for our lives. Come on, don't despise where you are. Don't despise that your time is not yet come, but in due season, and you know we serve a due season God, amen? But I want you to go with me with Matthew 2 and 13. And the word of God reads, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. Amen. And be thou there until I bring the word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Uh, this is a warning from God to Joseph. Uh, we all know this story. We've been, all the believers, we've been listening to it. We've heard sermons after sermons about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, what Mary and Joseph had to come, go through to protect the promise, come on, to, to, for God's plan to come to pass. And, and I want to just use as a subject or encourage us with this phrase that God guards his word that the Lord guards his word. Uh, in other words, he guards his promise. That means he watch over it in order to protect and control it. Amen. God guards what he says. Uh, he don't just say it, but he makes sure, hallelujah, it comes to pass. For in, Zion, in Isaiah 55 and 11, the word of God say, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish, hallelujah, that which I please, thank you God, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. 
Woo, he guards his word. He guards his promises. Come on, that's one of the most powerful scriptures, in my opinion, in the word of God. That it shall prosper the thing which I sent it to do. So what he has spoken in your life, come on, he's guarding it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And when I started to meditate on these scriptures and what the spirit was ministering unto me, I got excited all over again over what was spoken to me years ago that I have not yet seen come to pass, but God is guarding it. The word was reminding me that God is guarding his promise. Come on, it, it will prosper. It shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. It shall accomplish. It will not return back void. Hallelujah. It shall accomplish that which God pleases. Amen. If I don't say anything else, that should have quickened in your spirit to remind you that what you have not yet seen come to pass. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass. It cannot return back to God void. It knows it has to stay in the earth realm until it comes to pass. Thank you, God. It cannot return back to him void. It's on a mission. It cannot fail. It does not understand failure. No, it cannot return. It knows that it's in a in a sort of an incubated spirit in a period to where it's standing still and why God is orchestrating certain things for it to be seen and revealed and for it to manifest. Come on, somebody. I pray that this is blessing somebody the way it's blessing me. He guards his word. He guards his promise. It cannot return back to him void. Come on, it's going to remain in the earth until it comes to pass. Come on, it cannot fail. It was orchestrated and, 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 and sort of orchestrated and sent by God himself. Come on, it is protected. It's already shielded. Come on, the enemy sees it as well. All he's trying to do is get you to abort what God has told you to do, what God has sent you. He wants you to abort it, knowing that the promise is in the earth, ready to be birthed. I, I can't get ahead of myself. And again, once God says it, it settles it. Come on, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Everything in the earth is his. Everything belongs to him. Everything is working according to the word and the promise. Everything is orchestrated. The rain that comes out of the sky, the sun that rises, the moon that sets. Come on, some of the stars is in place. The trees, the grass, the animals, the every creeping, crawly thing is orchestrated according to the plan and the purpose and the word. For in the beginning, the word was God. Come on, somebody. He called everything to be. So the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Don't despise what you see. Don't despise what's in the earth because everything is according to the plan and the promise and the word. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. But I want to talk about three main things here that's going on for the coming of the Lord. Um, there's the child. Because he told Joseph, what did he tell Joseph? He said, take the young child and his mother. So there's the child, amen? And then there's the mother. And I want to say the mother is the chosen carrier, amen, of the word, of the plan, of the promise. And then there's the chosen armor bearer. Come on, somebody. We always think of armor bearers as the soldiers that's fighting. But Joseph has one of the most powerful weapons on his side, and his weapon was obedience, <laughs> Woo! An armor bearer. 
understands their task. They know who God has assigned them to. They are hearing the word of God. And they know that their most powerful weapon as an armor bearer is the obedience unto God's word. Joseph did everything God told him to do. He knew that, and and because he was obedient, God shielded him. God continued to instruct him. God made his understanding clear. Whoo, that's powerful right there. When you obedience, your understanding becomes clearer. There's no confusion when you obey. Because when something rises up against you, because God was telling him something to do, but yet he sensed danger. And because he was still obedient to God, fear did not paralyze him, nor cause him to disobey God. Because with every movement he made according to the word of God, his obedience, his, his clarity was there. Come on. His strength was there. His understanding was there. Come on, he had a tenacity to keep walking and to keep moving according to the word of God. Even though he knew opposition was there. And he knew that not people was trying to kill the child, but the king himself, who had soldiers to obey his word. But he understood that with his wife being pregnant, knowing she had not been with a man, she must be carrying the son of God. And if God is speaking to me, then it is well with my soul. I will go through the fire, knowing it shall not quench me. <laughs> Woo, and it shall not burn me, and neither will I look and smell like the smoke, the fire that I'm going through. Thank you, God. There was three things. There was the child, and there was the carrier. I know we put emphasis on the woman Mary, the carrier, because some of us are Marys, and man or woman, because we're carrying a promise. We've been impregnated with something from heaven, and we're carrying, and we've been prophesied what we had. Come on. It's been prophesied and reconfirmed what we're carrying, and we know we're pregnant with a promise. We know we're pregnant with the word that should come to pass. It shall not return back to God void. We're carrying it, and in due season it shall come forth. But some of us are the armor bearers. You see the promise. You have identified a carrier. Hallelujah. And God has spoken to you. And Sandy, you don't even go to the carrier for what you for what the carrier can do for you. Every time you approach the carrier, you're looking for what you can do for the carrier because you understand. And God has shown you what they are carrying, that they have a promise, that they have a word that needs to be delivered. Thank you, God. These are powerful things. And I tell you, some of us are carriers and some of us are armor bearers. You might think of a different word than armor bearer, but that's what came to me because armor bearer is God, the things of God. And the Bible describes them as carrying weapons. And immediately I thought of obedience unto God's word. And we, and we got to be willing to endure because one of the things that came to me that we have to be willing to endure the promise, the process of the, of the promise. Amen. This is what Joseph and Mary was going through. They had to endure the process of the promise, the process of the plan, the process of God's work coming to pass. And Mary wasn't going to be pregnant and deliver the next day. She had to go the four or nine months. God could have done that. Think about it. 
God could have. He didn't have to choose a virgin. Jesus could have just shown up in the earth. Okay? But this was God's plan. This was God's process. And we have to endure the process of the promise, the process of the plan, the process of the word. You know what he's spoken to you. He called me out to preach his word when I was a little girl. Before I became a woman. When I was a young lady. But I had to endure the process of the plan. The things I had to go through to prepare me for the process. Amen? To to prepare me for the promise. And the things you're going through. And I talked last Saturday about how God had to hide Jesus. And this is what he was telling to Joseph. He said, go away, take the child and the mother into Egypt. For there that sh- and stay there until I bring you another word. Until I tell you to move. Stand still until I tell you to move. Stay quiet until I tell you to speak. Come on. I know what you're carrying. And I know the value of it. But I need you to be still for right now. Thank you, God. I need you to be in a, in a place of stillness. I need you to be in a place that where you're not seen, that you don't make a scene of yourself. I need you to be in a place where you're not even acknowledged yet. That the child is not coming, that the promise remains still inside the carrier. So I need you to be still for right now. And this is the word of God. And he said, stay there until I send word. Come on, somebody. Because somebody is seeking to kill what you're protecting. God is seeking to, somebody is, is seeking to kill what you're carrying. Somebody is seeking to, to sort of devour you. Come on, to take you out, to destroy you. The thief. He's after you. Come on. The killer is after you. Come on. Everything is working against you. The king himself is trying to kill you. So I need you to be quiet for right now. I need you to be still for right now. Yes, God can take out the king. Come on. God can take out your your opposition. God can take out everything that rises up against you. But that's not according to his plan. Because he said the word, which he said, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It does not please him to destroy the enemy right now. Come on, somebody. It does not please him to take out your enemies. Come on, somebody. God said, I take no pleasure in taking out the unrighteous. But I take pleasure in giving them a chance to turn from their wicked ways. I can't tell you where that is, but I've read it. And I know somebody read it too. But prepare yourself. Because you're in the process of the plan, process of the promise. You're in the process of God's word. Amen. I didn't get a chance to do a song, but thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. I pray what I said encouraged you. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. God loves you. 